What is up, aka Padders? Welcome to aka Padders All Audio Audacity Podcast. I am Peter DeLuca, your host, and right here, right now, we are discussing. We're talking about Terminator 2 Judgment Day. This is a part of our huge Terminator rollout. We have a lot of Terminator coming. This is a deep dive, and some of it, some of it, I will say, is uh, personal. You know, like, movies like T2 Judgment Day, one of the greatest sequels of all time, one of the greatest time travel movies of all time, one of the greatest robot stories of all time, one of the best Schwarzenegger movies, one of the best female protagonist lead movies of all time. This movie has been uh, commentated. There's been so much said about this movie. It's, it's, it's nearly mute to do something and to think you can add to the conversation but i'm about to do that so let's hit that intro get through that intro and let's start talking terminator to the follow-up to the other masterpiece terminator everyone i am i'm not exaggerating i'm not exaggerating at all <laughs> there's hardly anything you can say about this 1991 movie that isn't already said now i've, I've been teasing in my social media and i've been teasing on this very show that I, i'm going to add uh, some unique perspectives on the entire terminator franchise i'm adding peter I'm adding some AKA pad magic to it all. And the reason, the reason, <laughs> it's because I, I do want to talk about everything Terminator with you. I have a such a deep uh, appreciation for this franchise because the franchise itself is a Terminator. <laughs> you cannot stop this franchise. It It is exactly like Kyle Reese's speech in the beginning or, or in, in the middle of Terminator when he describes the nature of the Terminator where he's telling Sarah Connor like it will not rest, it will not eat, it will not sleep. Its sole mission is to find you and to kill you. This franchise is that. This franchise itself is Terminator. I mean, Dark Fate has been out for I think three weeks now. I'm still seeing it th this week. I think this is the last decent week to see Dark Fate, uh, you know, with some good showtimes availability-wise in Philly, uh, it's still, I mean, I'm still seeing this movie. There, there is no way I cannot see Dark Fate in, I mean, the, the latest Terminator movie I saw in the theaters was Salvation. I completely missed Genesis when, when that was in theater, so I have to see it. Uh, every time I see a Terminator movie on the big screen, I think it's the latest one, but yeah, even with Dark Fate, I mean, it's so, the, the franchise itself has changed ownership, it's changed hands, uh, it's changed management, director, screenwriter, I mean, it goes so deep, uh, Schwarzenegger's in, Schwarzenegger's out, it just goes on and on, on and on, James, you know, like, James Cameron's involvement, this franchise just keeps going, and it will not stop Terminator Dark Fate, even with its dismal projected $100 million loss, this franchise is still going to return. You people are crazy. So, Terminator 2 comes out in 1990. I, 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 you know, I'm 10, 11 years old. I remember seeing this movie with my friends 
one day we got dropped off at the mall during the day and it was almost like the uh i was <laughs> sorry dallas is playing with a box if you hear anything it's dallas having a box party dallas is also my cat for anyone that's uh that's new and you know, I, I remember seeing this movie. It was like it's like one of the first movies I saw with my friends, and and uh, I saw it with like this uh, you know cool kid I thought in the neighborhood, and I just thought it was like such a it was like a cool rebellious thing I was doing with him, and there there could have been no better movie to uh, with someone to do that with because Terminator Two Judgment Day, uh, even when it came out, even to a ten year old, had a rebellious vibe it had axel rose it had the guns and roses you could be mine song it had the guns and roses connection uh guns and roses was the band at the time uh it, there was this thing you heard about before you saw the movie uh, this computer stuff uh i remember watching uh like because uh, i used to stay up late uh for cisco and ebert because it came on like really late uh where i was in jersey and how they spoke about the special effects and like you you didn't know what they were talking about there was like you, you couldn't imagine the t-1000 before you saw the t-1000 there, there was no possible way now leading into this i wasn't so much of a terminator kid you know like that uh to a 10 year old that was still like a tough movie to to watch on your own just because it is dark it is violent uh it's complex but for some reason terminator 2 like you know i didn't have to watch the first movie because and, and i maintained this for a long time terminator 2 judgment day is a remake of terminator this is very similar to saint rami and evil dead and evil dead 2 evil dead 2 is a remake of Evil Dead. It is. El Mariachi. And then we have the remake Desperado. Desperado is treated as a sequel to El Mariachi. But it's essentially an upgrade. Pun intended. But it's 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 an improvement from what's there. So like th this is a lot of what I appreciated about these movies. Because you know like I'm, I'm all for uh, getting it right. Uh, a second time but making it better making it better but then like you can't remake your own movie you have to you know like you, you, you have to add something you gotta put some little extra spice in in that pot terminator 2 of all the movies i just named does it in the most artful way it does it in the most uh purposeful uh exacting uh you know it's almost like um beautiful you know because it, there, there's nothing about t2 judgment day that isn't beautiful i mean it, some of the frames of this movie just look spectacular the way how this movie is lit now we have some unsung heroes when it comes to this movie one one of the names that no longer comes up is stain winston he's a special effects guy stain winston uh did uh this preview for T2 Judgment Day. He he did this uh, factory sequence. Where they were making the Schwarzenegger. The T800 models. And it was almost like a proof of concept. A little bit. It was a, a let's get the gears going. Special effects wise. Let's get our heads into the game. And Stan Winston directed this theatrical teaser. 
for T2 Judgment Day that is probably to this day one of the best teasers in cinema and movie history. And it also goes to show you his chops. You know, like that, that Stan Winston is a the greatest creature creator, creature designer in Hollywood history. I'm sorry, like he is. He's no longer with us. R.I.P. Stan Winston. But Stan Winston's touch to what he did with Terminator, and he also collaborated with James Cameron on The Abyss and Aliens. And what he did to the Aliens, from Alien 1 to Alien 2, is phenomenal. The Aliens that we love today, that that, that are pictured in our mind, that we see on the t-shirts and on action figures, is the Stan Winston interpretation of the H.R. Giger design it's it's not the Giger design the Giger design is too erect it's not agile it's not lethal looking I mean it's frightening but it's not lethal Stan Winston deserves so much credit for T2 Judgment Day now getting back to to this so 1991 uh, 1990 1991 uh, it's so clear my mind because I saw three sequels in that two-year span all movies i went to with friends it was terminator 2 judgment day gremlins 2 a new batch which i'm pretty sure (laughs) was a like a birthday party thing and robocop 2 now in my mind for a long time those were three of the greatest sequels of all time and if you watch the movie screen You'll see somewhat of, uh, at the time, the low-hanging fruit ideas of what a great sequel was. And you didn't have many. See, the sequel boom really didn't happen until X-Men 2 and Spider-Man 2. The the same Rami Spider-Man 2. The Tobey Maguire, Dr. Octopus Spider-Man 2. And, you know, we've been spoiled with sequels ever since. But up until that time... Your your sequels was Godfather Part Two, Aliens, and Terminator Two: Judgment Day, and that was really the only sequels people ever mentioned enjoying. Oh, I'm sorry, and Empire Strikes Back. Now, and people there there's a line in the movie Scream where the guy names Terminator Two and Aliens, and then Sarah Michelle Gellar says, "Oh, someone's someone has a hard arm for James Cameron." And <laughs> But while I was growing up, uh, I put Gremlins to a new batch and I put Robocop to it like in that category because both of those movies blew me away. Robocop 2 completely blew the lid off of, you know, I was 10, 11 years old, blew the lid right off the top of my head. I, I couldn't believe uh, it was that cool of a movie. And, and as a kid, as a, as a young boy, you know, that's what stands out to you. It's what's cool. It doesn't have to be a narrative masterpiece. And these movies are early 90 movies, post-80s. Post-80s were like any idea flew in all of pop culture. A lot of it is due to deregulations by our boy Ronald Reagan. Thank you, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Uh, and then we had this one upsmanship when it comes to the 90s, where it was constantly cool things. It was endlessly cool things. And things got edgier and 
everything got darker you know like even right down to to the music so always for me terminator 2 judgment day was this uh opus it was this uh closing you know like even as a as a young boy and i've seen this movie 30 or 40 times maybe like maybe more i watch it so much but this is like the ending of the saga this is the we have terminator and we close the loop the time travel loop of terminator 2 judgment day and and you know here's here come some of these ideas i've been teasing we we may have to assume two things the terminator feature the 1984 future of that movie that's portrayed in that movie there's one or two scenarios to consider one of them is that in that future kyle reese is not john connor's father scenario two uh it's not john connor that sends back kyle reese yeah right i mean like we we have to consider that or we have to consider that john connor doesn't know kyle reese is his future father or his <laughs> whatever like however you want to look at it so th those are my correction there are three scenarios i think when you put those three scenarios between and within terminator one and two it it it, it creates a better story because we closed the loop the loop is over now this leads to our enhancement of all and enjoyment of all other terminator movies it really does because if we consider terminator 3 rise of the machines terminator salvation terminator genesis and terminator terminator dark fate as all uh new loops then you know they're new continuations they're new ideas and that's all they are they're not a t2 sequel t2 cannot have a sequel but we're dealing with robots and time travel and the future war and these are concepts and visuals that we love characters we enjoy john connor is in these movies because we like john connor that that's the truth and you know i i think when we look at the future movies uh there's so much that's completed and and what we're expecting this terminator 2 was set up to be sequelized now james cameron uh, there's a lot of interviews about this where, you know, when they were doing, uh, you know, it, it's MGM Universal or MGM Studios at Disney. When they did the T2 3D theme park interactive uh, sh stage show 3D, you know, presentation. Um, when they did that, James Cameron was setting up Terminator 3. And... The T2 3D was this bridge idea. Now, it never really happened. There's all kinds of good reasons why Terminator 3 by Cameron uh, and Schwarzenegger with, you know, with Eddie Furlong still involved. You know, the, like, there's reasons why that didn't happen. I, I may get into it. I may not. I'm not really interested in it. It just didn't happen. And James Cameron... Cameron looked like he was going to focus on the future war story. Now that didn't happen, and when so we have to look at the T2 3D as Terminator 
Now, we don't really know what the what the true plan of action was for Cameron when it comes to Terminator 3. Now, as time marches, marches on, culture, society changes, your taste changes as a creator. I think Cameron, like, full-on backed away from whatever he wanted. And it's hard to find out what his ideas were for his Terminator 3. Terminator Dark Fate is not that. It's not even close. T2 Rise of the Machines is not that. So, you know, we may never know. We may never find out. I think with the failure of Dark Fate, you can almost guarantee it at this point. Uh, his he's It's going to be all, all focus on Avatar moving forward. Uh, I think for him, uh, rising the equity and the value of Avatar and some of the awareness, you know, like reminding people of who he is. I think him getting involved with Terminator Dark Fate was, you know, somewhat of a, you know, it was, it was a good move. It really was. I wish he was that vocal around uh, Battle Angel uh, Alita. I, I really do because, you know, that was a property he championed and tried to develop for a very long time. So, it, you know, like, it, it, and, th- and that's where, like, a lot of this uh, confusion about the Terminator franchise, it, it does frustrate me because I think, I honestly, I feel like every single one of these movies is solid. They're solid. They're not as good as Terminator. They're not as good as T2 Judgment Day. But these were the two movies that were like first to market. And But I feel like when it comes to sci-fi movies, all the other ones are kind of like, you know, you can consider like on a, on a yearly level, they're kind of like best in class. There's, there's some of the best sci-fi movies that come out the years that the, you know, it's, it's released. So like who, who else, like what else do we have? Like who are some of the other unsung heroes when it comes to Terminator, well, we have to talk about the music because the music is uh, Brad Fidel. And you, you, the opening credit sequence for this movie, the flaming skull, the Terminator chrome head, it's it's hypnotizing. It's perfect. <laughs> Again, you know, like as perfect as a 1984 Terminator credit sequence. Uh, Schwarzenegger really had a knack. Uh, of being in movies that had really perfect mood setting credit sequences. Now, <laughs> when it, let's we got we got one more thing to to discuss. And I'm sorry, I'm talking to you very late. <laughs> now, when it comes to like uh, box office, Terminator for its day did 205 million dollars. Now, with inflation, that comes to 404 million dollars. Overall, box office-wise, it is number 117 box office. It is between Iron Man 3 and Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows Part 2. There you go. (laughs) It's the 117th most successful movie ever. Now, comparatively speaking, when it comes to impact... Uh, you know, we, we talk about the Joker a lot, you know, Joker, I still feel, I just, I saw Midway this past weekend with, with my father. Uh, I think that's an Oscar contender. I still don't feel like it should win over Joker because <laughs> I really haven't seen any movies this year that I feel like, uh, deserve, uh, like sweeping best picture, uh, awards, you know, like Silence of the Lame level stuff. But the Terminator 2 Judgment Day success is very comparable to what we've seen with Joker and what we're seeing with Joker. 
Alright, it's it's not, it's a movie everyone's talking about, people are flocking to go see it, but it's not taking over to the, the universe. Um, T2 Judgment Day has carried on more through home video. You know, it has totally solidified itself in pop culture with home video. Um, it's usually one of the first movies that get released, or at one time, because I think it's, it's somewhat it's somewhat been replaced. But it's it it was a one time you know like first the laser disc first the DVD first the Blu-ray first VHS versus like beta or whatever you know like it it was it's it, it was a format uh, presentive like you know it was, you when you create a new format for home entertainment you wanted to show off the format with Terminator Two Judgment Day because it's that beautiful of a movie now. There's, oh, I'm, I'm forgetting something here. Uh, folks, folks, I'm forgetting something very important. There's a battle line with this movie. See, there's two versions. Too many people reference a version of this movie that you cannot consider canon, which is the special edition. The original cut of the movie has a few scenes taken out. Rightfully so, because they slow down the movie. It's already a long movie, and the movie already is meaty. There is so much to keep track of in the original theatrical cut of Terminator. Two of the um, there's one major scene, and then there's a, like a sequence of scenes that that were cut out. One of them is the CPU. So. When they're at the gas, you know, when they're at the gas station and they're uh, they're talking to Schwarzenegger, the T eight hundred. There's a scene that they cut out where they take out the mic- microchip in his head. They toggle a switch and they make it so that he can learn, so he can you know become readable. You know, this is like the old, <laughs> this is like the you know the old floppy disk. And yeah, you know, again, we're dealing with like somewhat of an eighties future. It's very cute. But it's very dated. So, I mean, it shouldn't be in the movie. A lot of people reference that because the only version most people have seen is the special edition. I don't prefer the special edition. I prefer the theatrical cut because the special edition, um, you know, like it kind of ex- it doesn't have enough room to expand on some, some of these ideas. And some of these ideas have very small payoffs, one of them being the CPU chip. The other one with a very small payoff is the T-1000, Robert Patrick, breaking down. So going into the end of the movie, that's at, again, a factory, a random, like, lava, molten lava factory, and yet, like, a steel mill. He begins to break down from the damage that he's, that they're inflicting on him throughout the movie. And we know this because he uh, will walk over like a um, like a like a pattern, and it'll start to change his foot, start to change his leg as if he's losing control. And there's a few shots of this that they, you know, that they took out of the theatrical cut that is in the special edition, leading into a payoff of him um, almost like melding with the. Um, you know, with like the flooring, you know, or on like he's on one of the platforms for Sarah Connor, and his his leg is morphing into 
the you know the iron that that's underneath of him and you see like the pattern of his leg changes and it looks a little webby and it's just like at that point like he's vulnerable like they they're kind of winning against him you know like it, it's like you know does it bleed moment like you know same as like in predator and then he dies shortly after see though you know like there's not a solid payoff it's really not worth it it's really not a lot of people treat the special edition as if it's canon you know like as if uh, it's it's part of the rules of the universe and that's fine you know like the the cpu scene is legendary now i remember first hearing about it like you you didn't know and i believe the only time you could get the CPU scene was Laserdisc. And it was really tough to see. I remember it might have been Comic Scene Magazine or Fangora. One of them had like a, maybe like a couple shots of it. And that was it. So, you know, also in that version, there's a weird feature, like alternate no i'm sorry that was that was the other rumor there was like an alternate ending but it wasn't so much of an alternate ending it's an alternate um like prologue to me you know the theatrical cut of terminator is is the home run it's the only one to go to so i don't know people you know the the this movie is going to continue to influence people and uh live on you know, uh, I don't feel like the the box office failure of Terminator Dark Fate interrupts or takes away from uh, Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Because I view it as another possible uh, sequel or timeline. You know, like, and it's if you look at all the, all the Terminator sequels in that fashion, I think it makes a lot of sense. Now... Terminator 2 Judgment Day also spawned a action figure line uh, called the Future Wars. Uh, again, uh, somewhat of a break, you know, or to keep the, the franchise alive between movies. Because, again, if we use the toy line as an indicator and comments that Cameron made at the time, and T2 3D at the amusement park it definitely seems like the the future of terminator at the time was terminator 3 the future wars and i really feel like even now that's what everybody wants out of, out of that that franchise but look look everyone uh tomorrow <laughs> or, or for our next installment let, let's just get through the list because terminator 2 3d is going to be one of our episodes. That's our next episode. Because I told you. We're doing a deep dive. And no one talks about T2 3D. They, whatever. Then it's going to be Terminator 3. Rise of the Machines. We're going to do Terminator Salvation. We're doing Terminator Salvation. The web series. Yeah. It was a computer generated image CGI web series. We may still do the Sarah Connor Chronicle Chronicles. I'm watching some of that right now. Very, I'm very impressed with season one of that show. I've only watched and listened to about three episodes. Then we're going to do Terminator Salvation. And then it's going to be Genesis. And it's also going to be the Genesis web series. 
that's a maybe because I thought that was uh, more of a thing. It just seemed like that it was a couple small vignette type uh, episodes, you know, with Schwarzenegger as a T eight hundred interacting with popular YouTubers, and then there's going to be Dark Fate, and then at that point we're going to be probably in full. A Star Wars mood. I kind of do want to do a back-to-back discussion on Midway and uh, the original 1962 Charleston Heston movie Midway. Uh, you know, both of the same uh, subject matter. O- only, only because uh, Midway really blew me away this weekend. Uh, Roland Emmerich. Uh, say what you want about him, but uh, he has made uh, as perfect of a movie as he did with uh, Armageddon. And I'm a huge Roland Emmerich guy, <laughs> so I'm very happy for him. I'm very, I, he better get the Oscar nomination for 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 Midway because that movie is packed. There's just so much to it. But look, look, everyone, I've been babbling here. If you haven't seen T2 Judgment Day, check it out. See what blew my young mind. <laughs> Until next time, everyone. I'm Pierre Deluca. This is AKA Pad's Audio Audacity Podcast. Find me on Twitter, AKA Pad. Find me on Instagram, AKA Pad13, AKA Pad13 on Facebook, AKA Pad. I'm just everywhere, okay? Just find me. All right, everyone. I love you and rock and roll.